This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views conveyed by the guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information shared by the guests on this program are those of the guests and are for informational purposes only. They should not replace the medical advice of your veterinarian. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, Thanksgiving holiday safety tips for pets and celebrating Veterans Day with America's Vet Dogs. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Come here, babies. It's time for a treat. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves. Thank you for joining us today as we bring you the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A.com. We love hearing from you, so go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. Monica Layton, president of Professional Pet Sitting, is here with us with our pet tip of the week. Hey, Monica, we have a number of holidays coming up, but we have Thanksgiving coming up at the end of the month. Is there any tips that you have for like food prep, things that keep our pets healthy, keep our pets safe? Absolutely. Talking turkey, Thanksgiving (laughs) is such an awesome holiday. I mean, it's just, you know, everybody actually stops and pauses to think about what they are thankful for. And, you know, the day slows down, you get to hopefully relax unless you're the one cooking, but you get to spend time with your family. And it's just usually a nice, calm, enjoyable day. And of course, you know, our pets are part of our family and we want to involve them. And, you know, everybody enjoys visiting, you know, with the pets. But just a couple of things to keep it enjoyable and not end up in the emergency room or with a pet with a illness afterwards. Of course, you know, Thanksgiving's about food. Turkey, that's like the main star of the day. Foods that we should definitely be cautious on. And now I say this, there is people food and there's pets food. Of course, it is always preferred to not give our dogs table scraps and people food. But being real, of course, there's a lot of clients that like to treat their pets. We just want to make sure they're doing it safely. So even though turkey is a lean meat, a lot of dogs, and from what we've seen in the history, particularly smaller breeds, have serious problems with how they digest turkey. And you also have to remember that when you're making a turkey and you're 
serving it, it's been basted, been brined, it has stuffing, it has seasoning, all things that are going to cause some havoc on their stomach. On top of the turkey being an issue because it's basted and flavored with items, you also have, you know, the fat and the skin. So being cautious to really try to avoid it, or if not, set a piece to the side maybe that, you know, has not been seasoned or brined, you know, with anything if you're going to share that with your pet. Another thing to avoid is items that have onions in it, um, yeast, nuts, raisins, all big no-nos for our pets. And sweets, a lot of sweets contain xylitol now. So being cautious, you know, with any of our sweets because they contain some of those low sugar additives, which can be toxic to our pets. Another thing that's really important about Thanksgiving pet safety, decorations. We always talk about this when it comes to Christmas, but, you know, a lot of people have festive pumpkins and acorns. And, you know, some people even like to consider Thanksgiving the start of the holiday season. So my parents from time to time will even start putting up their holiday decorations and they'll, you know, have poinsettias for us to bring home, you know, to set out. We start getting ready for Christmas. Definitely be cautious when it comes to, you know, the holiday decorations. You don't want pets getting into acorns or, oh, I know a lot of times in potpourries they have around, they have little um, pine cones, acorns, wooden chips. And from time to time, we've had cases come in with those because they sent them for the potpourri and they're perfectly bite-sized. They're usually accessible on a table. They smell good. And you've got, you know, all of those kind of chemical-based scents in there and with acorns and some of the smaller pieces, you don't want to have to worry about an obstruction issue later and end up having a sick pet because of that. You want to create a safe space always. So even the most well-behaved pets can need a break from time to time, especially if there's a lot of additional people in the house when you normally have, you know, a more quiet home. So anything that you can do to give them their own space, give them a bedroom, you know, maybe put a sign on the door, pets inside, don't open, and give them a kind of breather throughout the day. One other thing that I always recommend as well even if you have a pet that is microchipped, up to date on everything, I would always recommend you keeping their collar on. I know some people when their pets are at home, for example, clients who keep their pet on a harness and maybe they have longer hair so they don't keep that harness on them inside the house. And before people come over, you definitely want to make sure that whatever collar, harness, whatever um, leash set that you have that has your pet's ID on it, Keep that on them for the day. I mean, you could have no intentions of that pet coming out, but you never know when a cat or a dog can slip out, you know, in between somebody coming in and out of the house. So you always want to make sure that you have your pet's ID on them. Of course, making sure your microchip information is up to date and everything um, is really important. But a lot of times, you know, if they're seen by somebody that lives closer in your area, they can get back to you a lot quicker if they have your phone number and your address right on your tag for them. So that way, if somebody does see them, they can get them right back home. 
when you're cooking, it's always great to keep the pets out of the kitchen because you don't want things falling onto the ground and your pet scooping them up super fast. And of course, always making sure that you're very cautious when it comes to the trash, making sure that if you have extra bags, they can't all fit in your trash can, that they are someplace that is not accessible to your pet. So they're not able to claw them open or get into them. Um, also be cautious about wild animals getting into it and then your pet being able to get into what's left over, you know, from the wildlife before you see that it has been torn into. And last but not least, alcohol. Alcohol is a big one. People may be enjoying the holiday, having some cocktails, but making sure that, you know, you don't have the alcoholic beverages which can reach um, or accessibility, you know, open glasses, things of that nature um, to your pet to avoid any uh, toxic issues when it comes to alcohol in our pets. So if you can limit what your pet gets as far as food, stay away from the bad ones. Um, some foods that you can give safely in moderation, things like sweet potatoes and yams without anything on them. So we're talking just simply boiled. Same thing with like our vegetables. They could have like carrots, green beans, but again, only prior to having any kind of toppings. They, you know, have to be completely plain. You don't want anything else on them as far as seasoning or any additional components. Same thing with our cranberries. Cranberries, you know, are a great side to go with a turkey, but if you have fresh cranberries that you're making, a cranberry side out of, then you could, you know, reserve a couple to give to the pet. Pumpkin puree. So if you are making a pumpkin dessert, as you know, many do for Thanksgiving, the pure pumpkin, not the pumpkin pie, but the pure pumpkin can be given to our pets safely. So if you do feel the need to give something, you know, giving some of the safe vegetables and uh, treats for our pets, staying away from the bad ones, making sure they are up to date with their license and tag and everything and that they're wearing it so they can get home safely if the guest accidentally lets them in or out. And uh, just being cautious about removing our food and, you know, giving them a nice, comfortable place to stay. Well, Monica, these are all great tips. Everyone wants to have safe Thanksgiving prep, Thanksgiving day, be healthy, have everybody be healthy. And of course, the day after Thanksgiving, we want to be healthy too. So, and keep our pets healthy, happy, Maybe sneak them a little bit, but make sure it's healthy what we're sneaking them. So I want to thank you so much. This is great information. And I wish you, Haley and the pups and the kitties, a very happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. We'll be back in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Susan Marie here to tell you about the award-winning three-book series, The Doggy Diva Diaries. It is a trilogy of heartwarming and inspirational stories about Miss Olive, a lonely little rescue pup, hoping to find her forever family and friends and a life filled with love. In this series, Miss Olive learns that it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, it's the kindness and love you have on the inside that counts. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other online booksellers. And please visit us at thedoggydiva.com for more information. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, celebrating Veterans Day with America's Vet Dogs. Stay with us. Molly, here's your dinner. <coughs> Zeus, that's not your food. 
Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. America's Vet Dogs mission is to help those who have served our country honorably live with dignity and independence and with us today to tell us about america's vet dogs and share some history behind veterans day is u.s navy corpsman joe worley from america's vet dogs welcome back to the show joe thanks so much for having me you guys doing all right today yes it's always a pleasure to have you and you know i always like to start off by saying thank you for your service means so much i appreciate that thank you so much So for our listeners, can you just tell them a little bit about your own personal story and how you became involved with America's Vet Dogs? Yeah, absolutely. A little bit about me. I'm, uh, I was a Navy corpsman with uh, 2-1 Marines. I went over to Fallujah, Iraq in 2004. Um, a corpsman for Marines is, uh, is, is a field medic, basically. And, uh, and so my job was to take care of Marines, and they took care of me. And I uh, went over to first assault on Fallujah in 2004 and got a little banged up. I got a cool prosthetic leg out of it and uh, fell in love with America's Vet Dogs on a ski trip where I met one of the facility dogs named Deuce and uh, put application in. And that was all the way back in 06. Got my first dog from America's Vet Dogs in 08 and uh, fell in love with the mission and just wanted to, to do something, be a part of it. And so I'm on my second dog now. I got Galaxy behind me. I got him in 2015. And uh, uh, here I am just pushing for America's Vet Dogs and Veterans. And that's so awesome. Can you tell the listeners about the mission of the America's Vet Dogs programs and the way they help veterans and first responders? Absolutely. So uh, America's Vet Dogs is a service dog program, um, and the goal being to provide services for veterans, uh, active duty service members, and first responders with disabilities, allowing them to um, to be more independent. Guys like me, uh, you know, I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm slowly creeping up into uh, my early 40s here. And, uh, you know, as we returned home, um, you know, the foundation wanted to recognize that there was going to be a greater need for these guide and and service dogs that may not be directly related to combat. And because the organization is uh, based out of uh, New York, um, obviously, there's a love for first responders there as well. Um, And so the goal being to provide service dogs for veterans and first responders to help them be more independent. For me personally, uh, my dogs are trained for a lot of walking and mobility and bracing, which allows me to get in and out of the floor. I've got a prosthetic on the left side above me, and my right leg has had uh, a number of surgeries on it as well, and it's not the very best. And so um, Galaxy helps me with things like stairs, walking and mobility, bracing, retrieval, can open handicap doors, things like that. And so all our dogs are trained to do custom things for whatever that specific veteran or first responders needs are. And you mentioned your dog before, and yep. I mentioned I met you actually 
when you had your other dog, and also I've talked to you since you've had Galaxy. Can yeah. you just tell us a little bit about um, your other dog, too? Oh, Benji was my heart dog. Mm-hmm. Um, Benji was on the packages. Yeah, and, and so Galaxy's on the new packaging, mm-hmm. um, and but Benji is on the Bill Jack dog treat package initially because they loved him as much as I did. And, and actually, in that picture, he had a big, um, luckily it was benign tumor in his stomach mm-hmm. that he we didn't want to do the packaging and then him not be able to uh, be on the cover for a while. So we went ahead and, and did the packaging and then did the surgery. And he, he bounced back pretty hard there and did well, but he was my first dog. He was a golden retriever. He was the sweetest dog in the world. And uh, when he passed away in uh, 2017, I took a week off of work, and I think I cried for three days. It was absolutely heart-wrenching yeah. for my family. My son is 11, and he still doesn't want to talk about it. It's uh, you know These dogs become such a member of the family, um, not just because they're mitigating a disability or allowing me to live free. These you know, these dogs are absolutely a part of your support system, not just for the veteran, but for the whole family. And and that's so wonderful. And I, and like I said, when I first met you, you had Benji, we talked about it. I mean, and with Galaxy, Galaxy is amazing. You know, since you've had Galaxy, we've yeah. talked too. And it's what these dogs bring to not only your life, your family's life, and what you bring to their life is so much. Can you tell us about America's Vet Dogs Training Treats and and share with our listeners how they can support the mission of America's Vet Dogs? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, America's Vet Dogs, you know, we don't charge the veterans anything. At no point are we asking our veterans for money. Um, The most we ask is that you, you know, you let other people know about the program if someone asks. People like me fall in love with the program and really want to get involved and I've got a heart for it and, and I don't mind getting in front of people and talking. But the way we raise our money is uh, is through individuals, people like you and me, um, who who raise money or send in money, um, and we have corporate sponsorships. And one of those corporate sponsorships is a wonderful group of people over at Bill Jack who mm. have treated me like family since the first time we met them. When I first started working with them, you know, with the dog treats and things like that, they invited me and my wife out to one of their shows that they were doing in Vegas and just treated us like we were family the whole time. It was actually my anniversary weekend. So they just absolutely are just wonderful people whose hearts are in the right place. And they've raised over a million dollars and they're on their way to wow. two um, for America's Vet Dogs. And so they have a dog treat that's got my ugly mug and my, my handsome <laughs> pup on it. And proceeds from that go directly into the America's Vet Dogs program. Um, so, you know, if you're going to do something already, like buy treats for your dog, you can do the you can do that in a way that supports you know our nation's veterans and first responders. And not only are you doing that, they're healthy treats, so your dog benefits, but also you benefit. So that kind of makes it like a paying forward, really big deal. Yeah. Whenever I see the package, I always grab it and I see you on it. I just grab it because I said, and my dogs love. <laughs> Jack. So, I, get, I mean, it's like a I, gimme. I get messages from, from people I went to high school with and stuff like that. It's like, is this you? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> kind of a big deal. I'm on a dog treat bag now. I don't like to brag. Yeah, I saw you in the aisle in PetSmart. Yeah, that's you. Oh, that's it's so neat. funny. You know, before we go, the, one of the reasons that I have you on each year, and I thank you again for taking the time to, to spend with us. Can you please discuss and share the history of Veterans Day with our listeners? It's such a yeah. very important day. I can even do it without Googling it. So, 
This year, it's uh, it's Saturday, November 11th, you know, and a lot of times people will uh, get confused with, uh, with Veterans Day and Memorial Day, um, which is another holiday set aside to pay tribute to those who died in service. Um, so originally, Veterans Day was Armistice Day, which uh, began as the one-year anniversary of when the agreement to ceasefire for uh, World War One, which was supposed to be the only one. But, you know, there were over 19 million living veterans in the United States in, in 2021, and over 2 million of those are women. And uh, and to be honest with you, you know, there's veterans all over the U.S. that are alive right now, you know, men and women and first responders who need to be honored. And that's what Veterans Day is all about. Well, and I think that it's so important because sometimes we tend to forget about it with everything that's going on in our lives. And these are people such as yourself who you sacrifice so much for us and for our freedom. So I want to make sure I feel it's very important every year that we we not only thank you for your service and thank those out there for their service, but also to thank you for putting your lives on the line for us. And I feel it's important to recognize that. Well, I, I appreciate it. I don't know where the quote came from, but I always heard you, uh, you go to war for your country, but you fight for your friends. And, uh, and I never gave that up. I love my country. Um, but when you know, I get back, there's still some battles to be fought. And that's uh, being a part of a nonprofit that pushes to help veterans and, and getting in contact with people that put their money where their mouth is, if we're being blunt about it, like Bill Jack mm-hmm. and, and people like you that give us an opportunity to take something really awful that happened to, to me and a bunch of other families and use it for good that's that's so powerful it means the world to me that you give me an opportunity to do that so i, I want to thank you for your time thank you i always thank you uh for being with us i know that, that and you do a lot with america's vet dogs and that's what i wanted to ask where can people go to learn more about america's vet dogs the vet dog treats and bill jack well you can go to medina ohio or you can go to Long Island, or uh, a much easier way of doing that is you can go to vetdogs.org and uh, find out more about that. There's actually a uh, another website um, that you can go to that has the dog treats. Well, you can go to Bill Jack and find those, but uh, I think there's an America's Vet Dogs uh I don't have that one off the top of my head, but there's a dog treat. The Bill Jack dog treat is on the Vet Dogs website as well. VetDogs.org and also BillJack.com. So they have, and they kind of tie into the whole, mm-hmm. uh, the project because they're very passionate about being behind this, which I, Bill Jack's a wonderful organization and they they're really awesome. walk the walk and talk the talk. So yeah. I, 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 I really think that that's wonderful what they're doing and that you're partnering with them and, and the amazing work that you're doing, they're doing, I mean, it's a wonderful marriage there. You know, Joe, before we go, we've covered, you know, quite a bit of information, but is there anything that we might have missed that you'd like to share with the listeners? I honestly think that um, the number one thing that I wanted to say that, you know, isn't directly related to what we're talking about is that we're always happier when we're not being told how to treat other people and to just start out with reaching out and loving one another and taking care of each other and trying to have patience with one another. And and I say that as somebody who deals with a lot of veterans who struggle with mental health and, and things like that, that sometimes just knowing that somebody cares, even though they may not open up and confide to you, reaching out and just showing love to your veterans is a great way to just let them know, hey, you're not alone. And uh, and so I, if I'm going to say anything, I would say reach out, reach out to these people, um, not with an expectation of them opening up or, or anything like that, but to just say, hey, I'm I'm here for you. Just a kind gesture. You actually gave me goosebumps saying that because it is, it's it's something kind of so simple that you can do and it can actually change that person's day or it, something very simple. And to share kindness and to share 
like good feelings and positive feelings towards another person is kind of like what I I wish the world would do more of it, but yeah. I feel that we ourselves can control what we do with other people and that we should be able to do that to make someone feel good and possibly change the way they think about things. So I, I thank you for that. Those are great words of wisdom. Thank you. Well, again, um, if you want to learn more about uh, America's Vet Dogs, where can they go, Joe? You can go to uh, vetdogs.org or um, billjack.com. Uh, and, and both of them also have a really active social media. Um, yes. Uh, you know, we've got dogs with different sports teams and things like that. We've got some really cool stuff going on, including some stuff that we can't talk about yet. But, uh, but we got some fun stuff going on. So, uh, you know, jump on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and check us out. As always, we look forward to having you back next year. But I want to thank you so much for being our guest and for sharing the mission of America's Vet Dogs and the history of Veterans Day, which is so important um, for people to understand here. And I want to thank you for your service and for all that you and America's Vet Dogs are doing for our country's veterans. I, I thank you so much. And I'll wish you a happy Veterans Day. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll be back in just a moment. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great diva week, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Doggy Diva Show. To find out more about Susan Marie and the Doggy Divas, visit them at their website, thedoggydiva.com, and on Facebook at The Doggy Diva Show. Tell your fellow pet parents about it. We look forward to having you join us again for the next episode. See you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.